Hello and welcome to Make the Argument. My name is John. I have with me uh, Matt and Sean. Hello. Joe is once again on a sabbatical because he hates us and also the Yankees suck. All right. Where do we want to start, boys? What's up? What's going on? I don't know. Where Where do we want to start today? Uh, you can start. I, I guess, start. Uh, I start too often. You guys can start. Mm. <laughs> Sean, you start. <laughs> I guess we'll talk about the overall the Beckham trade. I guess. Okay. So uh, yeah, the thought, week the week aftermath. Yeah. <laughs> thoughts on the Beckham trade now? Um, I think it was a good deal. To be honest, I think they got a lot of. Um, I think they got a lot of good prospects in that going forward with a draft pick, and um, I feel like. He's not really going to be doing a lot on this team as it is right now because it's not good. They're, they're not good enough to compete. So it was something that needed to be done. I don't like the trade, but I like Peppers. Mm-hmm. I like how it's. I like how the trade. They were saying the trade would not go through unless someone was coming through. If it was three first-round picks, Gettleman said, no, I want two picks and a player. See, I would rather the three picks. Because the team's not going to be good right now. So you tank for another pick. If you can get four picks out of this, you're set. I like Peppers, though. He's younger than... He pretty much... How much do you know about Peppers? Because Sean and I know a lot about him. Uh, I know that he's... Um... I know that he's, like, dependable. He's had uh, reliable, consistent seasons. And that he's basically, like, he's a less talented, younger Odell Beckham Jr., from what I can see. Yeah, Peppers is also a safety. Mm-hmm. Mm. Calling me out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah um, I, I know nothing. Okay, so we'll give <laughs> you the kidding. basic rundown. He was a first-round pick in 2017 for Cleveland. Uh-huh. The year they drafted Garrett, Peppers, and Njoku. Right? Yeah. 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 I-, I follow he... hockey, not football. Yeah. We, we know. <laughs> Just kidding. So he was – so he played – He was. he's from New Jersey, so he's coming home. And he played every – he played two years at a regular – public school mm-hmm. and then he transferred to his family transferred in to like a catholic school i think right was yeah. it a catholic school or was it just like a regular prep school um i think it was a regular uh, prep it school. may have been just a prep school so he, then he tra- every year he won a, ch- a state championship every year and he was a big part of it each year he wasn't like he wasn't just happened to be there he was like contributing every time mm-hmm. so then he went to michigan he was recruited by michigan and they weren't 100 percent sure where to put him so, Michigan made him that box they, that box safety, kind of like what Landon Collins was, up closer to the line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. But what the, another cool thing that they, what Pep, what they made Pepper do was they had him linebacker. They had him as a stand-up edge rusher. They had him as a deep safety, a, cover, a man-up cover safety. They had him as the quarterback in their wildcat package. Mm-hmm. He literally can. He has seen it all. Mm-hmm. He was like he was. The main reason why I think the main reason why he dropped as low as he did in the first round of 2017 was because 
no one knew where to put him directly because each game Michigan put him at a different spot. Mm-hmm. And he always and he always got like at least 10 tackles a game, no matter where they put him. Mm-hmm. So personally, I do like having Peppers. I, I really like having Peppers on the team. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, do you think that the Giants are going to compete for the next few years? Next year, this upcoming season, though. No. Unless yes. somehow, unless somehow, this draft class is like absolutely. But that's what I'm it. saying. Wouldn't you rather have the picks? I'd rather have them. I would rather. I like having Peppers because I know he's not going right well, now. He's 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 under contract. He's not a rookie anymore. Well, so you correct me if I'm wrong, but now. Peppers is only in his like second or third season right now. Third. So he's going into his third this year. Yeah. So he's going to be around for a very long time. Exactly. He's under yeah. contract for at least two years mm-hmm. after this season. Mm-hmm. Nah, but we do have a lot of picks this year, too, which helps. Yeah. We have That's like the, what you need when we have you're going like into a rebuild. We have the second or third most pick amount of picks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Green Bay has the most, right? Or am I wrong? Green Bay uh, had the most a couple of years. Are they ever going to get a court, get a coach that can actually like do something with Aaron Rodgers? Probably not. Like... No. What the fuck, man? You have arguably the best arm in the entire NFL. Surprisingly, one of the best. Can't and they can't, the match a, they can't match a coach with him. They can't. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I mean, McCarthy, McCarthy did great with him well, for yeah. that time that they were together. But I think but that's it, just it. McCarthy, I feel like he did great with him in the beginning. And then after a while, everyone's figured he, it out. He just yeah. lost control. He, McCarthy. See, the thing with McCarthy is, it seemed like he only liked to call one set of one type of play, and Aaron it Rogers worked it deep. <laughs> really well. Yeah, and it worked really well in the beginning. On the one, on the, and the and on the goal line throw. It deep. Once people figured out what they were going to do, and they knew how to defend against it, it was done. And um, I get, did Aaron Rodgers call his own plays this season? Because I heard from some people he did he and some people that he didn't. And I know he wanted to. I feel like if he was, it was get, able to... It was to, getting scary because... He would like, have done much better. It was getting scary because it was kind of turning into like what, how the Steelers turned out. Where where like the quarterback and the coach were not agreeing with each other at all. Well, yeah. But we knew that Rodgers wasn't going to go like the Big Ben route of calling everyone. He was calling, No, but it's true. He was but, calling players out, but players were also like, I understand that I am messing up. I need to focus. I need to get better. It's not like the Steelers are like, no, it's his fault. It's, it's his fault or it's his fault. Yeah, but it it's that, but it's also the fact that like, if you do the same thing over and over and over again, it's not going to work out eventually. You need to learn how to do different plays. And Mike McCarthy didn't do that. And if Aaron Rodgers had the chance to set his own plays... And do things to shake up the opposing defenses and confuse them. I think it would have done a lot, be- gone a lot better because they still have some wide receivers that can play, and Aaron Rodgers can obviously still throw. So they well, have a good team. Well, there. they've lost a receiver. They've lost Randall Cobb to the Cowboys now. Yeah. Game. Which, by the way, the Cowboys in literally less than one year went from one of the worst receiving cores to one of the best. best. Yeah. At least in the NFC. Alone yeah, alone the NFC. Mari Cooper, Randall Cobb. That was one of the yeah. best trades I've seen them do, Dallas. You know, they mm-hmm. weren't afraid to that's give them, not, you know, that's like the a first round pick. Yeah. They just said we want, you know, a star receiver. Well, who could be a star receiver? Are they like all in now, you think? Oh yeah. Mm. It's well, they are, the division's well, wide open between them and the Eagles. Mm. Uh, the Eagles are kinda 
falling. They're kind of falling back a little bit. Well, yeah, you meant so that means it's all Dallas then to that point. It's going to be the first. Well, they're thing. bringing back a lot of their old players, right? They're trying to do like a reunion of sorts. Yeah, like Philadelphia brought back uh, Deshaun Jackson. Mm-hmm. I don't uh, know if that's going to work out. Just, I mean, I get Deshaun Jackson's really good, but he's just getting up but, there. But, you know, mm-hmm. as Giant fans, we both have, you know, uh, nightmares of what happened that one uh, game yeah, at MetLife Stadium. That. We don't talk about that game. <laughs> Deshaun Jackson has burnt us too many times. That's why I'm starting to have flashbacks as soon as I saw that trade. And I'm like, uh-oh. I'm like, let's mm. not reenact that at MetLife Stadium the next year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, even when he played for the Redskins, though, he sucked. That yeah. kind of helped us. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Going back to the Odell trade. Yeah. It's one thing I did notice, which was weird, is that none of any New York Giants social media said anything about them giving up Odell. They only talked about what they got back. Mm-hmm. Well,. Which I, I think thought was that's a it. like at least other teams are like oh at least they didn't even say like oh like the social media accounts were not like no oh. but like think of it this way if you can convince fans that you want to trade then you celebrate about it on social media because you have something to celebrate right now is not when you convince fans. That the Odell Beckham Jr. trade worked out. Unless, Shut your mouth. Unless, let it go. Yep. Don't worry about it. Unless two years from now, when those draft picks look fantastic, is when you talk about how the Odell Beckham trade won. You worked out and you won the trade. That's why you could be like just saying like you know, welcome to Brio Parsonage. Exactly. That's it. You can't say yeah, that. You that's know, all, all this they is did. Out no, for that's us what I mean. Yeah. You don't know. You don't know. Just it's yet, like so. It's like the John Tavares thing. How. The Islanders posted the John Tavares uh, tribute video at his return game. They had to do that in a sense because their hand was forced because he was an incredibly influential player. But they had to have known the response they were going to get. Oh, at least the the most tone deaf. At least the players were respectful. Tribute I've ever seen. Yeah. No, the player. The players are always respectful. It's a professional league. Those guys played with him for years. Yeah. But, I mean, like, I think to a lot of people, like, they want to be able to be the person that makes that decision one day eventually, so they don't want to give him too much shit, because it's like, alright, if this is what the NHL eventually trends towards, I want to be able to do this without people jumping all over me about it. Which, maybe. We'll see. Um, Mitch Marner is someone that people bring up constantly as like somebody that might be leaving the Maple Leafs and doing close to the same thing after this season mm-hmm. because they're not going to be able to afford his contract and many, many teams are showing interest. Oh, yeah. And the Toronto fans can't even get mad at that because, you know, mm-hmm. they can't afford him and obviously it's time No, exactly. Them, you know. They're, they're going to be in a really big hole next season because they have to, they have to pay... Barry Kapanen, Jake Gardner, have to pay Andreas Janssen, they have to pay Mitch Marner. Um, and some of those guys are not going to be able to get paid. Mm-hmm. It's just a reality of the situation. Yep. They don't have the cap space to pay everyone. So who do you lose in this? 
they're saying don't pay Jay Gardner. Well, that's the defense that you have right now. The defense that lost 6-2 to the Ottawa Senators. They've been losing, oh God, like, I think they lost, like, four of five the last five games, and they've given up three-plus goals every game so far. They, they're they not the same defense without him. It, the, it's a massive hole, and they can't just shoot the problem away. <laughs> you lose Kasperi Kapanen, that's the depth in your fourth line right there. That's gone. But who do you give up? That's the problem, though. Yeah. I don't know who you give up, but they're like you said that you know they're not going to be able to like afford any defensemen. They can't nope. go after them. I don't know how they could you know like you know evenly match a trade you know for like you know. That's what I'm saying. They wise. can't. They can't bring in free that. agency players. They, and they can't, can't really trade anybody one for one right now. Like that's why, to me, they really miss the boat by not trading Nylander for a defenseman. Or at least that's why that could, a defense a, a defenseman that like maybe a pick. Yeah. yeah, like they were talking about Nylander for Justin Falk or Noah Hannafin. That would have been a home run mm-hmm. right there. I'd give them an F at the deadline because they didn't really improve the defense. They just got, well, they got the guy from the... Kings, they got Jake right? Muzzin, and yeah. he's a very good defenseman. I'm not going to say he's a scrub. He's solid. His plus-minus numbers are really good on a team that was really bad defensively. But he's not enough. They need more. <laughs> that right side is completely lacking... And they're trying to make up for it by putting Jake Muzzin on his weak side, which, yeah, you can try, but it's just not working. Basically, don't expect much. Like, yeah, you exactly. You on that side, man. Yeah. You can't call and, him out. And Gardner, he's really good, but he'll have a bad game once in a while where he'll like make insane fuck-ups, like monumental fuck-ups that you've never seen before. Mm-hmm. And... That's just the kind of player he is. He's very, very high impact. He's going to go all in all the time, which means sometimes he's going to fall flat on his face. But you kind of have to expect that. I don't know what they're going to do. Like, I don't think they're even going to make it past the first round, to be honest. The Bruins are, like, more and more looking like a Stanley Cup contender as as the games go by. They are completely solid up front. They have great defense, great goaltending. I don't see any issues with them at all going forward. Like I said, I I know you uh, said this earlier that um, your Eastern Conference final matchup could be like something like uh, Tampa Bay and Boston somehow, right? Is that possible? Um, I think. Well, hmm. I don't know if that's possible. That might be the second round matchup. I think it's. A, I'd say either Tampa Bay or Boston makes it to the Eastern Conference final. Whoever wins that series, the second round series, it's probably going to be. Tampa and Washington? Because I think Washington beats up Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh beats up the Islanders and Washington beats up Pittsburgh. You think Pittsburgh's going to beat the Islanders, probably? My heart says no, but my my head says yeah. It's probably going to happen. They're looking like a really good team. This is not the R. Kelly of the It's I want to be that (laughs) fan that just says, fuck it, let's go all in. They're going to win. But they're not... A complete team right now. They have a lot of flaws. They're a very good team, but they there's have a lot play, of problems playoff, up front. There's not a lot of playoff experience. There's no playoff experience. No they playoff don't have experience. any offense right now. They need a winger. They needed one desperately at the trade deadline, and they kind of stood pat, which I'm fine with because I don't think this was going to be <coughs> the year anyway. I'd rather them. I'd rather them develop the roster, the players down in Bridgeport, and the roster picks to try to bring them up, not organically. But 
they're really, really, really shallow up front. And they really can't play against the big boys right now because of that. You had you hit a hot goalie goaltender. If they it's over. if they beat Pittsburgh in the first round, if mm-hmm. do you think they have a legitimate chance? If at, they at what making go, the cup, yeah. winning everything, going to the cup, uh, or is it can, or is it yeah. break, or is it like by the skin of their teeth kind of thing? If they can beat Pittsburgh, then that would mean that their defense is. Pushing is carrying them through, and they're getting really, really hot goaltending. And when you do that, anything is possible. So if they can beat Pittsburgh, I would say I could see, they can beat. I could see if um, I could see let's Tampa. I could see let's say the Islanders. How many games are left in the season at this point? Like nine games. Nine games. Let's say let's say they go six and three. Okay, and then last that, six is and that, three, depending on dude, if they beat the Capitals, would mean that they would clinch the division yeah which would give them a game most likely against carolina i think that's a series they can can win that's probably that's definitely a series they can win yeah i think that's a winnable series and then after that it would probably be washington and that would be a tough matchup to be honest i don't know if they can win that uh if they get solid goaltending yeah but grice and letter are gonna have to stand on their head Toronto in the playoffs. Oh my god, everyone loses the their minds. The Coliseum might explode. It's funny because Leaf fans always talk about how Islander fans are much more <coughs> into this series than they are, but they still keep talking about it like constantly. Like everyone wants to see this. And it's a matchup that really favors the Islanders, to be honest, because they play a very slow, methodical style of play where their goal is to kind of, like... Weed you out. Yeah, th- their goal is to break you down and kind of suffocate you and take and away the third, all of the space then, on the ice and then so the that the creative period. players can't be creative. And <laughs> when that happens, the Maple Leaf forwards can't really do anything. They don't have any way of kind of, like combating against that and opening the ice up, spreading things out, so they get shut out completely. So that's a series that definitely favors us. But I don't know. We And you played really like well against Toronto in the regular season. Yes anyway, we have. So Yeah. We played really well against Toronto and we played fairly well against Tampa too. So if God willing it gets to that point it's a it's a series that does like match up more favorably to us than something against Boston. I think Boston might beat the shit out of you guys. Oh, Boston would fucking tear us to shreds. They would break every bone in our body. They are big, strong, fast, fast and they can beat you Beefy in every single way possible. And you want to talk about playoff experience? It's Boston, you know. It's oh yeah, the group of Chara, Marshan, Bergeron. You know they know how to, you know. Mm-hmm. Playing the playoffs. That's the question. If Tampa Bay, with how good they are, Nikita Kucherov, Braden Point, um, Kalorn, all having fantastic seasons, do you think that even with that, Boston might have a slight edge in a seven-game series just because they play a more physical style of play and they're going to break down the Tampa Bay forwards eventually? 
and they're going to like it's gonna be a shut fun down. series. That's yeah. for sure. It's gonna be a war. Like that. That's, that's the a series war that you. Yeah, that's the series that you leave injured, like mm-hmm. battered, beat up, oh, not yeah. ready for the next series. And you're playing hurt. You know. Yes, <laughs> you're definitely staying in that game. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, going on to NBA, which we haven't done in like a couple weeks. <laughs> oh, okay. Boy. So Knicks still suck, obviously. Sure. D'Angelo Russell pulled one out of his ass the other night and brought the Nets back from a 28-point deficit in the fourth quarter, which is pretty mm-hmm. impressive. And that's yeah, I like him. I like him. Too. I lo- I love him on the Nets. Honestly, he did. I don't know. I think it was just the system he was in in LA when he played for them. Well, just, I don't. To be honest, LA is very, very like. Let's talk about LA. <laughs> LA the is tire fire that they're turning into lately. LA is trying to play starball. And what I mean by that is you have one really good player that you're going to feed the ball to every time and the whole offense runs through and then, him. Yeah, and then he got and, blocked and then he got blocked by a player that's never played before in the yeah. NBA and then he got blocked it's, in front of everybody at the guard. It's one of those things <laughs> yeah. where like that works really well if you have James Harden as the person running your offense because he's a really good ISO shooter, he knows how to facilitate the ball, he knows how to spread things around. And, yes, his teammate's active. LeBron LeBron James is, let's face it, this season he's old. He's slow. He's not as good as he was. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't have teammates around him that can kind of mask that. So they're just doing really poorly. Now he's in reality now in the West. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now he he was in the Eastern Conference. Oh, yeah, I could run through the East with the Cavs. Now he's in the West. It's like... Uh oh, there's all these other teams. All these teams I met in the playoffs. I have to compete against them in the standings. (laughs) There's the Thunder, the the Rockets. Let's not forget the fucking dynasty of the Warriors. Oh yeah, who else in the West? Denver. Denver beats them up. Denver's getting up there now too. Yeah, no, they're turning into an elite. And the East is. I like how the East is kind of starting to pick it up a little bit. They're off. Yeah, Toronto is playing well. Toronto's playing well. Philadelphia went from. Worse in the league to one of the best in literally one year, which was scary. Trust the process. <laughs> it, they, it worked. Yeah. Yeah. The Knicks are doing that now. Even the Bucks are playing really well Even now. The Bucks Giannis are, yeah. is yeah. killing it. Boston's kind of... They're, they're disappointing because they were supposed to be a lot better. I they were supposed to be... They were supposed to be... Yeah. They were supposed to be like a tyrant and now they're not. Yeah. So, like... Who do you think is coming out of the East now? You think Toronto, maybe Milwaukee? I think this is finally Toronto's year to me. With they're no playing... LeBron, with no LeBron to take them out, yeah. I think they have a the clear Lakers road might not to make the, the playoffs, East Conference right? Finals. Oh, the Lakers are done. They're not. Yeah. Out, they're not in the playoffs at all. They're not. Yeah, no, the they, they're, they're, they're too they're far. Golfing okay. too far. They have, the, they have the Clippers ahead of them by like what, like four or five games? Or something we all know like who's going. We all know who's going to win so. anyway. Do we? I don't know. But you, I mean, yeah, you have to realize the teams that could, like, you know, threaten the Warriors are from the East. It's either going to be Toronto or Milwaukee that could actually, you know, yeah, play with them. I was going to say, I, I, think, I think Toronto, <coughs> it didn't do well. They, they didn't fare well in a series against LeBron James because LeBron James at that time had the ability to take a game over and take a series over, and there was nothing that they could do to stop him. It seemed like a curse at certain points, because yeah. each year they just ran into the same wall over and over and over again. I think they have a better matchup against Golden State, just because 
their <clears throat> their players match up so much better against the team that has several different key players that can move the ball around and actually defend and you can like kind of pick your spots instead of being like all right let's stop this one guy the problem with the warriors is that all five other starters and half the people that come off their bench are superstars that's true that's, that's true. true i mean you think durant's probably leaving that definitely right yeah you think he's definitely leaving at this point championship it seems or not like it yeah who do you think he goes to I'm everyone's go, saying everyone's the, saying that the Knicks are the favorite to sign him because I think he said that he just wants the place where does, he'll get paid. Does he go to the if if he goes to the Knicks? Do you think they attract any other high end players? Irving said he might go too. Mm-hmm. That's really the only guy. Uh, like you know, but, Kawhi Leonard's going to stay in Toronto. I think I don't think he's going anywhere. Yeah, I think Kawhi is locked up. Um, for a while. I, if I were the Knicks, I would try. I would go for Durant because that guy's a beast. Oh, I want him. I would. Um, I would want Durant. I would try to. I would think Irving, but I would try to sign like not just those two. Try to sign other people besides Durant, not just Irving and Durant. I think you want I, like, a few key like, players. A like, few key players, not just two guys. That are... I would look at maybe somebody like um, I would want Chris Paul, CP3. I think he's. When's his contract up with the Rockets? Mm. I think he has. I think maybe one more year. I think one more year mm-hmm. after this year, after next year's season. Uh, after the... uh, this year's. Okay. Yeah. I would look for somebody that's like a really good passer, to be honest. Yeah. That that's what I would think would benefit that. <laughs> yeah. They're maybe. never letting him go. No. Philadelphia will not let that kid go. But they, they they kinda have a problem right now is that, you know, like Jimmy Butler seems like, you know, lately, I don't know. I haven't heard much from him. Like is, does he like it there really? Is he <laughs> Well he's leave? quiet. That's probably what they want. Yeah. Is he is he like considered a bust now? Because he had really, really high hopes, and it doesn't seem like he's really met them. You can, can you can say that because like, yeah. you haven't heard like those high, you know, like numbers in a game. Exactly, like, you know, the points, he's, the assists. He's know, not the star now. there, and that's what he was kind of designed to be. And that you, you think, know, that you type think. of player, he could you know easily get jealous. You know, <laughs> Joel yeah. Embiid has a spotlight. Simmons does. You know, and it's not, and it's not really like him. Simmons and Embiid are M- Simmons and Embiid are also not the kind of guys that. They don't. It's not that they hate the spotlight, but they don't. They don't. Go they don't often. need it. Yeah, yeah, they don't need the spotlight. And Embiid, and Embiid's like, who is spotlight? Who? <laughs> <laughs> I He's such love. a and, fucking great guy. He's just Embiid's fun. so fun. I just I can't see them like going all the way like into the, like, the finals, Philadelphia. I can see I, them at least going past the second round though. Second round, yeah. They. I can. Can, I think they're gonna lose in the second round. I think they're gonna win around and. When they get to the second round, they'll like have a hard fought series, but they're gonna they're not gonna make it past that. I think. I don't know if I heard this right, but is it possible they're playing Boston first round? Is that right? Ooh. I'm not like sure that. to be honest. Do you think Irving might stay with Boston or no? You think he's definitely out? I think he's def- Tatum took over pretty much. I think he's definitely out. I think I think if they go on a long run, he might stay, but if they don't like, if they don't do really well in this year in the playoffs, he's gone. Mm-hmm. Well, you have to remember too that um, what's his name? Uh, Terry Rozier is like a restricted free agent, so like you know how I don't know if you know how that works. Is yeah, like the match but he's sheet. he's very hot and cold. <laughs> I don't know if I would want him to be honest, because 
he was really, really good in the playoffs last mm-hmm. season, and he has been non-existent recently. It just, yeah, it just makes me wonder, like, is he going to, like, you know, if Kyrie actually does leave for, let's just say, the Knicks, yeah. is he going to, like, you know, I guess they uh, assume that he's going to be the starter then, right? He's going to have to fill in the starting role. Who else him. could possibly? If exactly. You, if you sign Kyrie Irving and you're a Knicks, and you're the GM of the Knicks, who, who the hell are you... You're a moron if you don't start him. Oh, no, no. I'm talking about when, uh, you know, if he leaves Boston, if he leaves, who's going to start for Boston? Oh, it's going to okay. have to be Rozier. Oh, I thought you were talking about that. No, then so, for yeah. the Knicks, obviously, it's going to be uh, Irving. And then they're going to have to move Dennis Smith to uh, shooting guard. Yeah. This, this is such a nice jersey. <laughs> you want to talk about the jersey? Yes, I do want to talk about the jersey. <laughs> Go ahead. So, I don't know how many of you know this, but the, uh, on Netflix, there's this amazing hockey movie called Goon. Starring what the hell's the actor's name? I forgot both of their names already again. <laughs> One of them is Leif Shriver. Leif Shriver, he um, okay. So Leif Shriver plays a Canadian in a minor league hockey team, and he is the enforcer. He is like he's played in the he's played in that league for years. He's the enforcer. He's excuse me. <clears throat> wow. Okay. He's been the enforcer for years, and he's retiring, and. The movie Goon, played by Sean William Scott. His name he plays the guy Doug Glad, who is not the smartest human being in the world. Are you filming? It? He's not the smartest human being in the world. But he's talking about the jersey, so I have yeah, to film it. Yeah. He's not the smartest human being in the world. He's a bouncer in his Boston I think pretty sure it's in Boston. For his ball, for a bar in Boston. And then he goes to a hot he goes to like a minor league hockey game. And of course, there's a fight breaks out of the game, mm-hmm. and his brother's gay. Mm-hmm. So, and the guy says, "Oh, you want to come fight me, faggot?" Yeah. And Doug is not the smartest guy, so then he note, and so he goes off on him and beats the living shit out of him. <laughs> and so everyone realizes he's not a good hockey player. Yeah. But he's a good enforcer. So, as team signs him, he gets he gets sent up a league to help out. The fake team of the Halifax Highlanders, which is the jersey I'm wearing, is Doug Glatt, assistant, co- assistant captain, number 69. Mm-hmm. It's a great jersey. Got it on Amazon for like less than $40. And it's a legit game jersey. It has the back strap and yeah. everything. No, I see it. It's a dumb, nice jersey, too. Question. What is the best hockey movie ever made? Ooh. Miracle. I, you yeah, got, you got to go with Miracle. Yeah. No, that's, that's what I would go with. If it wasn't Miracle, I would say, like, as far as slap entertainment-wise, probably Slapshot. The Rocket is a great movie Rocket. as well. Yeah, I, 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 I fucking love The Rocket. That movie that was, was fucking I fantastic. I watched that when I was, like, six but years old and I, like, I want to play hockey. Like, <laughs> I, I think I've did, seen Miracle, like, at least 20 times. I, watch, I, wa- I try to watch Miracle every year, once a year. At least once a year. On the anniversary of us beating them mm, in February. Okay. I try to watch it every year. I almost never do, but <laughs> it this almost, year I didn't do it. It almost amazes me, the fact that those players did so well and most of them didn't even go on to NHL careers. Yeah, for real. It's absurd. They should, imagine the NHL if they went into the Imagine the NHL, how different it would probably be if those guys played. When, Maybe. Yeah. I See, that's the thing. I don't know if they were consistent enough to where they could make an NHL team. That's what made what they did so special. 
the fact that they were not the best players in the world at that point, not even close. Mm -hmm. And they still kind of managed through teamwork and (laughs) like, I guess perseverance to learn to beat a team and then beat them at their own game, essentially. Did you ever hear the story about how most of those players, like the Russian players, got out of Russia to play for the NHL? Yeah, I know that story. Oh my god, it's incredible. Lou Lamorello is a fucking CIA agent. Yeah. It's absurd. That man deserves, like, a Lifetime Achievement Award for how he opened the game up to Russians. Because we would not have Alex Ovechkin without him. Yeah, for real. Like, 100%. So, back to NFL news. Okay. Johnny Football is back. God fucking damn And he signed with the AAF. I mean, I knew this was going to happen because the AAF, like, they want ratings. And Johnny Football has ratings. He doesn't really have to be good. He just has to be there he for has people to, be, to care. Put him in a uniform out on the field. He's going to get your rating is going to jump up. Yeah, exactly. But this immediately discredits their league because he is a cancer on that league. And he's not good. Like, his talent at this point in his life is just is not to the point where it can supplant his actions off the field. Yeah, no matter which league he's uh, playing, he's, you know, a disappointment. Yeah. If football league didn't work out, obviously. If you get banned from the Canadian Football League there's, after there's a full a season, not there's even, a huge problem. Not there's even a problem. I was like, yeah, exactly. Less than a full season, there's a huge it's problem. It's only a matter of time for him, you know, to screw something up with the AA. Yeah. It's only a matter of time for that to happen. But, I mean, they're also the league that doesn't give a shit about his players getting injured all the time from blatant hits to the head. So, who knows? I fucking hate the, like, real football analogy. That shit's so ridiculous. Like, oh, they're allowed to hit each other now. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's great. Having most of these athletes after they left and talking about how severely injured they are, mm-hmm. don't you think that might be important? No? Okay, whatever. Just me. Speaking of NFL, I sent you guys that article of the the one former Steelers player making the claim that Big Ben on purposely fumbled the ball. Mm. Do you believe that? Because the clip is... Con- when you watch the videotape of it from the Madden camera, sure. from the uh, from the defensive Madden camera, as they call it, sure. it kind of does look the lip... It, kinda, it does look like he did it on purpose. Full disclosure, I didn't read the art. I didn't see the article. Okay, what so is it regarding? What game? Who was it again? It was a couple. They were beat. It was a regular season game. They were okay. already beating, since they were up by ten, beating Cincinnati, and they were on Cincinnati's twenty-five thirty-yard line. Mm-hmm. Was this a game like near the end of the season where if they lost, seating would change? And if I don't so, think would so. it be like a better matchup I don't or think something? So. No, okay. it was before. It was before. Yeah, I don't really know. It was before that Le'Veon make... Bell was drafted. I okay, because that would make sense to me if a team was like, if they knew that. No, they I would think be it was playing a vastly superior. Well, the thing team was that. Well, the thing was if that they won. I think it was that the coach just didn't. What happened was the offensive coordinator didn't want to give them a chance, even though they were up by ten with a minute left in the fourth quarter. Yeah. He still wanted to make sure they were far enough down the down the field that if a turnover did happen, it wouldn't. They would have to go a decent while. They would have to go a, a down the field pretty far. 
but then, but Big Ben, Ben was saying that he wanted to just kneel right there just to end it. And it was a I-formation run play. And it was not supposed to go to the fullback. But Big Ben thrusted it into the fullback, but the fullback was already passing him. So it looked like the run, it looked like the fullback messed up. Mm-hmm. I personally think I'm not a big Ben th- fan. After watching it, it does kind of look like he did it on purpose. And, and it was the last uh, week of the season. It was a 2014 season, like you said, week 17 uh, matchup. So the match, it, the game was whether they whether they won or lost, the Bengals were not. Seeding was not going to change for that game. Well, no, that's the thing. It's not seeding for the Bengals. It's no, I meant seeding. no for the I meant for the Steelers. But that's what I mean. Like the seeding for the Steelers wouldn't have changed whether they won or lost because they were already. That was a good year for them, I think. Right? Yeah. Are you sure? Because twenty fourteen, the last game of the season. I would think for a lot of teams, if they're yeah, like one win away from each other. Seeding definitely matters. No, there. I think that was the year that... Uh, ev- were they like three or four wins? I think they everyone? were ahead of everybody. Okay. I think. We're looking at that right now. Because I feel like oh, that yeah, happens a lot yeah. more. They what? finished 11-5 and five and lost in the wild card round to Baltimore. That That's game. what I'm saying. They lost by... Oh, yeah, that was the home game, right? It was home game for Pittsburgh. They lost That's- 30... They lost thirty to seventeen. That's what oh, I'm yeah. saying. Who were they gonna play? They if Flacco, Flacco showed up. They, I remember. If they won that game instead of losing, who were they going to play? Well, they still won that game. Mm. Yeah, but where they they might have been trying to lose. Because mm. I guess they didn't want to face that division rival. Basically, possibly. Let's see the division. I want to see the rest of the division. Talk about because um... I'm thinking. Oh wait, yo, that I think I remember what it was. I think it, I'm thinking Big Ben the... actually would be the type of player who definitely would be like throw a game to get a better selection. Mm-hmm. Because didn't like P- oh, Pittsburgh lost that game right against Cincinnati that game? Did they? Because I think they did. Because I think he wanted to lose that so they. Could, That's what I'm they saying. Could face yeah. Baltimore, okay. So they could Tim face Foyle Baltimore, had. but Baltimore ended up showing up and beating their okay. asses anyway. That was actually <laughs> that was that was actually the year that I was horribly wrong. That's all right. That was the year that the AFC North. Steelers won the division eleven and five. Bengals were right behind them at ten five and one because they tied a game. Exactly. The Ravens were in third place with ten and six. So they were trying to either like and the Browns lost and the Browns had seven and nine record. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Holy shit! I was oh, wow. Yeah, that's, yeah, either way, still wow. trying. To, I, I know trying to throw a game is not a good idea. It's it's not, but I can definitely see it. I can happening. see where it's coming like, from. I'm not part of the. I don't ascribe to the notion that players are like, oh, they have too much pride to throw games. They never throw games. You see people tank all the time. Mm-hmm. They're definitely, they definitely throw games to try to get better draft picks, better seating, what have you. In the NBA, they do it all the time, and there's no problem with it. Like, Greg Popovich is known to like rest all of his star players with 10, 15 games left in the season to prepare for the playoffs, and no one cares. Well, Greg Pocket, wait, how many seasons has he had with the winning record? God. 22? Yeah, 20-something, I think. Over 22 in a row. It's all in a row. He's going to the Hall of Fame. You get to do whatever you want at that point. He's already in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. (laughs) 
I think he is actually, yeah. Well, we're gonna put we're gonna put it out later on Twitter. Who do you want to see on Hard Knocks this year? Ooh. I really want to see the Raiders. I say. they signed a they signed. I think we could all Vontez perfect to a one year deal. I think the Raiders are good. I would love seeing the Cleveland Browns again. Oh, that that Browns again would work because of it, know, are they it, no? You can't go on two years in a row. You can't. I know, but, but I, I would love it, man. Even if you do the Jets with AB this year, that would be interesting. You mean with, sorry? Like, yeah, 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 love yeah. you. Yeah. Still Battle Brown. Yeah, yeah. but that, that would be, be very interesting. But, but like, I really want to see the fucking. I want to see the that's Raiders. gonna be a shit show. And t- tell that's us that's gonna be so t- much fun. Tell us why you want to see the Raiders. Vontez Perfect and Antonio Brown, <laughs> yeah. Derek Carr, and John, you really want John Gruden on fucking <laughs> not hard knocks? Are cameras? you telling me Vontez Perfect is not a Gruden grinder? <laughs> They're gonna kill each other in practice, probably. It's going to be absolutely great to watch. So do you think they go um, over 8-8 eight eight or under 8-8? Eight eight? They'll be lucky if they win three games. Really? really? I- I'm going to go with the Hot five. Take. I'll, I'll, okay. I'll go with the 500 record for them. I'll go 8-8. Eight eight. I'm okay. going to go at least 7. I'm going to go at most 7-9. and nine. I, I do would, not trust. I'm going to say under as well, but I am going to say like conservatively 7-9. and nine. Mm-hmm. It's possible they could go 9-7, and seven, I think. There's definitely I don't, a possibility I don't there, like but Gruden's I think they're offense. going to go 7-9. I don't like Gruden. Gruden, as we all saw with his QB camps, almost every – besides the 27 – besides the 2018 class quarterbacks, every single quarterback that he has scouted, besides like a select three – all were out of the NFL in, like within two years. Almost every single one, besides Cousins, Newton, Luck, and the 2018 class. Yeah, every single one besides those guys are out of the NFL already. Mm-hmm. Now, besides think... McCarron, because McCarron is somehow still in the NFL. <laughs> now, do you think that when they inevitably don't do well, that a <coughs> Antonio Brown and Vontaze Perfect are going to turn on John Gruden. Do you think they even have to like not do well for them to turn on John Gruden? And it's just going to happen organically, no matter what their record is. I think that he has to like tell him, like you know, right now, like, hey, listen, like we can't turn on each other, no matter. But you think they're gonna listen to him? Probably be not. On, no, probably I don't not. Think they're yeah. gonna listen to he him. has to. He has to work. You really have two hard of the biggest. Yeah. you have two of really the hard. biggest fucking cancers in the NFL. Two guys that do not like each other, division rival, division rivals. Yeah, but can they forget about it with the money? Something tells me AB's not going to let that. Because con- mm. if you remember that play, Perfect was going to take his head off. Yeah, I do. That was a blip. AB was Ben did throw the ball a little high in that on that pass, but Perfect was going for. Perfect knew exactly what he was doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and AB remembers that. Yeah, because he got knocked the fuck out. Yeah. And the problem is that you know how you see those, like, fights break out at, like, you know, training camp, you know, during, you know, around, what was it, like, August training camp begins, so. And both players have to the start. So, you don't know. Both, I, and they're older, too. It's not like they're, it's not like they're, it's not like Jarvis Landry and, and OBJ being on the same team, where they're both, they're not even, like, they're barely 26, a, B, and Perfect are both they're, in their 30s. See, that, that's going to be a and problem. And they're both big knee heads. 
I, it's not going to work out. No, it's not. But I think Jarvis Landry and OBJ is going to be a big problem as well. They hate each other. That's going to be very awkward. I just don't like Gruden at all. I don't know why I, they hired him. I understand they wanted a name. But, but that's not the name you go for. I definitely, opinion. for me, if they were going to hire somebody, I would have much rather them choose, um, what's his name? The Herman Edwards. Yeah. I, I think that would have been a good name. Fit. Yeah. yeah. He ended up going to college, obviously, for Arizona yes. State, obviously. Yes. But, you know, that would have been a perfect fit for them, you know. <clears throat> He's that type of coach that will let you know and be like, this, there's no fucking around here. Yeah. No, He's he, he no, can John, control the room. John Gruden, he can control the room. John Gruden did not have control of that team. No. Not one point during the year. As soon as he traded Khalil Mack, he lost the locker room. And the season didn't even start. Mm-hmm. The preseason games didn't even start. Yeah, yet. you're right. You're right. So, back to the Giants. <laughs> so, I know I... You want to talk about the um, reported uh, news of the Patriots possibly being interested in uh, Sterling Shepard? Can we not think about the negative right now, Sean? Okay, I'm just... All right, just no, staying, I want to... You know, the... I want to we have out. We have so Where few... can you find the positive in the Giants right now? Positive is Dra- the amount of draft picks. Yeah, and Barkley. Yeah. And Barkley. No, exactly. And Barkley. <laughs> Those are the only like two positives I see right now. All right. So draft Shepard. class, who do you think they get? At six? You go. You're going uh, to college players. As of right now, they're leaning more towards defense, so they're probably going to go Devin White, a linebacker from LSU. I okay. like him there. He's a freak of nature. That's what I'm saying, because you have to remember, 2020 is loaded with... Ten times better quarterbacks. They have, mm-hmm. There's a lot of you know quarterbacks coming mm. out. So if, hearing, they, if they skip Haskins, I was going to say I'm I love, Haskins' I love, name out there. Do you think I they're passing him. on him? Well, the problem well, it's so hard to pass on him, but I think you got it. I think you got to go with the best overall player, and I think Devin White's a better overall player. Okay. I yeah. still think, like what I said last week, I still think they should use the third round pick and the seventeenth to move closer. So then, do you think that they buy that they pick up a QB in the draft next year? Or do you think they trade for one? I think they trade for. One. I think they trade their second round pick to get Rosen. Okay, I, I can see that. They better. I can see that. That way, I that do way you think I can a second feel round good. pick is enough to get Rosen. Yes, they'll easily. accept that easily. Mm. The card the Cardinals were asking for us. The Cardinals are literally at, they literally said we're asking for a second round pick. For okay, Rosen. and I'll give it to them in a heartbeat. I'll give them a third at that point too, just so we can confirm that we have them. I, he was con- before Barkley. Before Gettleman came in, everyone was saying Josh Rosen is going to be the guy that is drafted by the Giants. Yeah, we were we were like we really liked. I liked that I liked last year. I liked. I did not like. I did not like Bayfield. I did not like Mayfield at first. Darnold, I thought was too young. I thought Rosen was the best quarterback. Mm-hmm. He's not mobile like Mayfield, mm-hmm. and he's not. He's not as. What's the word? He's what is? He's not as tall as Darnold, but he's not as much of a risk taker as Darnold is. Darnold is. Um, he's very. He's gonna be good. He's gonna be interesting. Well, the pro- you guys fucking hired Adam. The Case. oh god, I hate that. Don't remind <laughs> me. He. <sighs> he can throw some amazing bombs. Yeah, and he he's like the king of the big out of nowhere play mm-hmm. but that also means that you get some really unsightly interceptions mm-hmm. because he's going for plays that he really shouldn't be that pick 
against the Lions that will oh be itched God. into my head forever. That was the first. That, that was, was his first. Such a bad that was read. his first career. <laughs> yeah, he in his mind he was like, okay, I could just go out <laughs> and throw bombs, and I don't even have to worry about anything because it's gonna but work then out. He threw, but then he threw three touchdowns. Such a bad read. But, but then, yeah, then he threw three. But touchdowns. then he threw three touchdowns and almost four hundred yards yeah. against the Matt, the Matt Patricia defenses. Yeah, no, you're right. Mm-hmm. I still think getting Rosen is the best deal. That way, you have a quarterback that was in an NFL system already, and it's not like he and. Haskins is not very mobile. Mm-hmm. Rosen can at least get out of Rosen can at least get out of the pocket if he needs to, which I feel like is probably going to happen a lot this year anyway. Yeah. If we give up, I'm doing. I'm a, I'm asking you to do it again. Yeah. If mock draft mm-hmm. in your in your head again. Yeah. He's like, it's freaky how you can do this. Mm-hmm. Scares the shit out of me. <laughs> now that now that okay, Odell, Odell's obviously gone. Yep. We trade. I'm gonna. So we trade. Let's just say we trade a third round. Let's trade. Let's say we trade the Cleve. Let's the Cleveland Browns third round pick that we got from the Odell trade. Yeah. We send the Cardinals to get Rosen. Mm-hmm. Go. All, all first. We keep our. We keep the six overall, and we keep the seventeen. Okay. And we still have the second. All right. So go from there. We still have the second. Okay. So at the and all the fourth and the fifth and the sixth and the seventh picks. Okay. Yeah, so but those second... are crapshoot. You never know with those. So the second Tom round Tom Brady pick... was a six-round pick. That's what I mean. You, you can strike gold or get nothing. Mm-hmm. It, it's completely unpredictable at that point. Mm-hmm. Second round, I like uh, offensive tackle uh, Andre Dillard from Washington State. Round. Oh, for you want to go with all picks? Okay. Go six all picks. O- six overall, Devin White. Seventeenth, uh, I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go, yeah, seventeenth actually is Andre Dillard. I'll go with him there. Who's Andre Dillard? Offensive tackle, Washington okay. State, yeah. Uh, you want to do a Washington State kid over the Alabama kid? He won't be available at 17. Probably, sure. He'll be gone. Uh, the pick in the second round. Ooh, this you is, think this another is offensive lineman? I'm going to go with uh, this guy named Dolan Risner from uh, Kansas State. He's, I, I like I, him a lot. I love him. Uh, third round, I got to... How many third point, round picks do we have? Just one, but you're going to have to go with... But we traded... No, I said we traded that pick to... Oh yeah, we trade that pick. So yeah, in my in my crazy. Okay, scenario. so yeah, so then we'll skip that. Uh, fourth round will be a linebacker from a Northern uh, Illinois, uh, Sutton Smith. I like him a lot. I don't know Sutton Smith. How about receivers? Any receivers in this? Because uh, we that, have that's to we problem, have to though. draft receivers at this point. But they're like you know they're gonna go like early on though. They're gonna go in the first two rounds. Like the really good receivers. Like you have. Uh, Marquise uh, Brown from Oklahoma. He's going to go late first round, early second. Uh, This guy, Kelvin uh, Harmon from North Carolina State, he's going to go like late first, early second. Metcalf is going to go 10th. I think he's going to go 10th or 9th. Who's 10th? Denver. So, like, if if Buffalo doesn't get him at 9, which they'll be stupid to pass on him, it's going to be Denver who's going to get him. Okay. Uh, What was his top receivers out there? Uh, AJ Brown is uh, his teammate, Metcalf's. Uh, he's gonna go early second. He's not gonna go first round, but early second. So the Giants would have to, you know, basically go fourth round, fifth round for a receiver. But that's when it like you know drops basically. But one receiver that I do like at that like fifth round spot is uh, Miles Boykin from Notre Dame. He's a really tall receiver. You just suck Notre Dame's dick every day. <laughs> I'm telling you, he's built. You want to talk about someone who is built like Calvin Johnson? You look him up. 
He's built. He has the height. I think he has, you know, the strength to be like Calvin Johnson. He's a stealer in the fifth round, in my opinion. If you if he's available, then I would go to him. I'm just. I got distracted. <laughs> I got distracted. The glass got knocked out during the NHL's oh, best. <laughs> this is a. These are some damn. These highlights are beautiful. They are. Do you? Do you, do you think that the Flyers like have enough to try to make a run to, for the playoffs? No, next year. Mm, okay. If they if I, they if they're smart, if they build smart going into next year. Yeah, they've been playing really well. They're one of the hottest teams right now. I think that they're like they're going to end the season probably two half points. Half of these highlights, half of these they, highlights are capital they highlights. They have to this stick with the rookie goaltender. What's so his name? Well. What's Carter his Hart. Name? Yeah, they gotta stick with him. No more Brian Elliott. No, no. more Michael Neuverg. You no. move on from those guys. That's it. Start uh, Carter Hart needs to be the starter for Philly going forward. Yeah, Hagelin Demko needs to be the starter for that's Vancouver a... going forward, and Jordan Bennington needs <laughs> to be the starter for St. Louis. And see that proves what our point right is. there. Look how physical Boston is right there. You see, oh. they are Boston the seem most... to be. They're definitely one hundred percent seem to be for me. Like not Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is really, really good. Don't get me wrong. But the you, want say, you want to talk about the most but physical I team? I think that when you go into the playoffs in a seven-game series, mm-hmm. if you both have really, really good scorers and really good defense and good goalies, what's going to be the difference is who has the more physical players. Who is going to get broken down by the time oh, that nice. series is over? And nice I think hand. it's going to be Tampa. I think the first two games at home, Tampa's going to win them both. And then Boston, after two hard-fought games, is going to be... In their own be, home stadium is going to bring they'll, they'll, they'll They're going the next, to bring it, the next three. and they're <laughs> going to be playing against a weaker Tampa team who's going to be bruised and battered from winning those two games, and they're going to take three of the next four and nice win the series. Save. That was a beautiful glow. So, yeah, so it is a possibility that, uh, you know, three teams out of Boston oh, end up having a championship in yeah, one season. it's absurd. That would be... I, I just love the NHL this year. It's Dude, so great. It's so pretty. It's been, like, real, it's been a lot of fun to watch this year. They've gone from and uh, like a grinder league at times to an all skill league right now. <laughs> like that. <laughs> and yes, it's fucking gorgeous to watch. Like so many players. Are Carl Haglin on right Carl Haglin on the Capitals is like a cheat code. <laughs> He's much. the player they yeah. needed. They needed somebody that was like that um, little weight. Oh, he very beat. very that was fast. And knew what they were doing with the puck and could stick handle and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. He's going to be is so helpful. Okay, him. really quickly, I'm going to bring it back. Golden or Gilded? What the hell? I'm shit. I gotta think of teams. Um, John, Golden or Gilded? Uh, shit. Why am I not thinking of a team? Oh, Montreal Canadians. Oh, they're on the TV. They're on the TV. That's a good one. Though. See, that's a tough one because I think. This is gonna sound wrong, but I think they're golden next year. Yeah, yeah. They I are remember. a really good team right now. They're really fast, and they got some really, really good players. And if Carey Price is anywhere near as good next year as he is this year, they're going to make a make it into the playoffs. Carey Price. But they're not gonna do it this year. Least. All right. They're they're a little bit too far out right now. They don't seem to be playing really well. They're in a tough stretch of games. And they have very tough matchups coming up. Sean, they have a game against the Canadian. I mean, they have a game against the Islanders on Thursday. And if they lose, it's over. Mm-hmm. Um, I know this is going to be hard for you to discuss. <laughs> Dallas Cowboys, Golden or Gilded? Huh? 
I, you gotta go with, you know, it's come from a giant fan. And it's really, I'm really sad to say this, but it's, they're golden because of, they got that division basically, uh, wrapped up already mm. because, you know, like you said earlier, the Eagles are starting to, you know, fall apart now. And, uh, the, and Red- the Redskins signed Redskins Eric are- Flowers, so that's an automatic loss for them. <laughs> they just Redskins- took L's right there. Redskins improved. If but, like, he you know, plays well against the Giants, I will lose my shit. He- you know that he's going to come to play. You know he's going to show up for that. Exactly. He's going to lose. Like the thing, was, Eric- the thing with Eric Flowers was Eric- the second he got drafted, mm-hmm. everyone was saying, like, this kid is too big. For a tackle. He should have never gotten that early, though. That's what pissed me off we, that year. I imagine was like, there were so many other I know players we did not have. A, I know we did not have a good offensive line that year, but imagine Todd Gurley. I, that's what I was saying. That's what if pissed we drafted me off Todd, more. We, dra- we, dra- we could have drafted Todd Gurley a pick before the Rams did that year. And no, and no offense to, to Barkley. I love Barkley, but could you imagine if you had Gurley? Let's just say we had Gurley, right? And then look, that year, like, you know, obviously last year, you could have drafted the quarterback then and we would have had a quarterback. That's how I think of it. But I love Barkley, so, you know. And, and really quickly, I did like, I do like Gettleman's draft philosophy. Mm-hmm. Last year, he did pretty damn good. All yep. of his picks Great. did really good. Obviously, Barkley was a fucking fanatic. Will Hernandez was a starter from day one. Lorenzo Carter, unfortunately, he didn't get to play as much. But he looks like a he looks like Lorenzo a Carter is going to be great. B.J. Hill's already he's a beast. A, he's a Macintosh, we didn't get to see a lot enough this year because he had some sort of like really a lot. He had some yeah, really yeah, severe of, health yeah. issues yeah, going yeah. into the season. But the Giants knew that going in, and they still trusted them, which was good. He's definitely part of the roster though for mm-hmm. this coming season. And Loetta, we'll see what happens. And with our, obviously, we're forgetting the main. Uh, we'll see what happens with sup- Loetta. Lo- Lo- supplemental draft. We got and Sam supplemental, Beal. Sam Beal, my guy. Mm. He's a guy I that still was think to be a we first should round pick, right? This year, he was tech scouts were saying he'll be a first round pick going into this year, mm-hmm. but he was like, "I want to go into the supplemental draft." And then we pick we. The reason why we didn't have a third round pick going into this year was because we offered a third round pick, saying like, "Oh, we're willing to give up a third round pick to get him." In the supplemental draft. Yeah. I'm so mad we did If we played him this year, we probably would have done a lot better. Yeah, I don't understand But we still haven't seen him. But... but we still haven't. Well, no, he had the bad shoulder injury. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's right. Jeez. I see. I even forgot about his injury. Is that time? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all right. <laughs> that's it, folks. Go Pat. Go Pat. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. We will see you again next week. Until then, this is John, Sean, and Matt signing off. See you. Take care. Peace.